that I've got a vision, okay? It's taken me 30 years to get this vision. So I've been in marketing since the dawn of time. And it's taken me 30 years to kind of realize, actually, I need a vision for me. Not just the organizations that I represent, not just the businesses that I work for, or my own business. I kind of need a vision as a marketer, as a communicator, for me. I wish somebody told me this way, way back, 30 years ago, because if they had, I think my role in life might have been very, very different. But I've kind of figured it out, I think, and I might be right, I might be wrong, but what I certainly am, as you can see from the slide, is I'm a little bit audacious. This is quite an audacious vision that I'm gonna be combining in the coming years as I carry on in my journey as a marketer to combine marketing and mindfulness. Ooh, it gets a little bit spiritual, a little bit ooh, kind of hippie stuff. Um, but my goal, my big objective, my big picture, my big vision, my hope for my future within marketing is that I am going to be providing evidence that I'm living to support positive societal change. What does that mean? Well, for me, it means a redefinition of what marketing is. You look in the marketing textbook or you listen to somebody scenery marketing and they will tell you that marketing is all about serving a customer with a product to make a profit. Now, I think that's really, really outdated. I think that's kind of what it used to be 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. I think now we shouldn't be making decisions in marketing unless it's for the good of one, the planet, two, for society in general, and three, actually for our little world that we live and operate in. So we'll kind of explore whether that rings true as well, actually we go through this particular session. And I love this screen. Do you see what I did there? You swipe at everything now, can't you? So what is vision? So again, you look at the textbook definition of vision and it will all be about this you know, wonderful kind of ethereal thing that it's kind of your, your leading kind of light and your guide and this, that and the other. And it's kind of the thing that starts before you start to do your marketing. And that is actually what it is, okay? This is something that gives you a view potentially of the future that is what I like to term kind of beyond that rolling horizon. So if you can imagine, you can sort of see the horizon <coughs> there. It's kind of what's in sight. To me, vision is something that's beyond that horizon. It's that kind of thing that we're trying to get to. It's what we're trying to be. It's what we're trying to create our businesses for. It's kind of who we want to be as people beyond that horizon. So as we start to go forward in our marketing or in our life journey, we start to get a little bit closer to the horizon. Well, no, of course we don't because it continually is there beyond the horizon. So for me, having a vision is something that's going to be really, really important to give us a little bit of a direction as to which way we go. So do we go in this direction or do we make a completely different choice and go in this direction? So it starts to give us a little bit of control over where we are heading. It also, a vision, if you can get one that really rings true and it gets you not just here, but it actually gets you here, which is a really, really important thing, both for you personally, but also for any business that you represent, is that it becomes a mantra. It becomes something that you constantly and consistently repeat to yourself as an organization or to you as a marketer or you as a human being. It's your mantra, it's your whole purpose. It's the thing that drives you forward. If you've got a vision that really resonates again, professionally or personally, if you've got this thing that really resonates and it's a true vision that is actually real for you, it will get you up in the morning. 
it'll give you that little buzz and you can kind of feel the hairs sort of stand up at the back of your neck and you kind of think, oh my God, this is it. It energizes you. It actually makes you feel excited and gives you real purpose. If a vision, and I've got clients and have had clients who say, oh, we've got our vision statements on the wall over there. Look, that's our vision. And actually you look at the people in the room and you think, seriously, you're actually believing that? And they say, oh, no, but it's good words that kind of describe what we do. That's not a vision. A vision is something that gets you here and gets you here. It gives you a real reason for doing what you do. And it gives you a reason for being an individual. It gives you a reason for being a business. So it's at the heart of absolutely everything that you do. And we talk about branding. I mean, certainly branding was on Claire's um, slides. You know, this whole thing about, you know, kind of giving us a, a voice, giving us a, a certain style and a certain tone of what we are and who we are. It is at the essence and it gives you the depth of the brand that you stand for. So if you're thinking of, okay, well, I might need a bit of a vision for myself so I kind of know directionally, you know, where I want to go, what sector I want to move in, if I want to complete change of career, if I want to go after that whole analytics opportunity that's been identified from the research. If there's a, a change that you're looking to do or you're setting out on a path, getting a vision will give you that impetus to go in the right direction. Rather than just thinking, oh, I'm subservient to the world, I have to follow what the world tells me to do. This actually gives you something that gives you that gravitas, gives you that credibility and allows you to think, do you know, this is actually about me giving value. This is about me doing something real for the business I work for or for me, for the planet. So where does it kind of sit? What does it kind of do? Well, for me, most of marketing and, you know, as I say, I've been in marketing for as long as I can imagine. And for me, most of marketing and most of the way that people define marketing is the tip of the iceberg. It's that stuff above the waterline that everybody sees. You know, Claire was talking about it's, you know, kind of um, you know, the social media, it's the content, it's, you know, curation, it's all that kind of noisy stuff. And that's what most people think marketing's about. And where does vision sit and fit in that? Well, it's got a part to play, but you can't really sort of see it sort of coming through with real value. For the most successful people on the planet, the most successful organisations in the universe, they focus below the waterline. Okay? So imagine this iceberg as being your marketing. You can allow all your competition, you can allow other marketers who are kind of you know, vying for those same jobs that you're going after, focusing on the delivery stuff, the doing, the chaos, the noise. You can just let them get on with what they're doing. If you, with your vision, your purpose, this whole reason for being, focus below the waterline, you will be setting up a career that is going to be, step by step, choreographing you to a place you want to get to. And as an organisation, you are setting up and future-proofing and making a sustainable business based on a solid foundation, rather than just making noise. Marketing is not about making noise. Marketing is about having a clear purpose, a clear vision, and then putting that into play with your plans, optimising those things, giving great customer experience, getting the right products in the right places. Yes, fueling a content strategy so you're saying the right things at the right time to the right people, but it's for doing it for the right reasons, not just because you can. So in modern business, we've already heard that you know, modern business is you know, changing, it has a lot of demands. And one of the key things in modern business, when vision has a really, really significant part to play, 
is that what it does, it turns the, the, the dreams of the owners of the business, the dreams of the board, the dreams of the management team into a reality because it puts a framework around everything that you do. So organisations who think, you know, I've got a product, here's my, here's my product, here's my product, okay, I've got this product, would you like to buy it? That's again the old style of marketing. That old style of marketing saying, you know, I've got a product, who's willing to buy it, is completely you know, sort of irrelevant in this, this whole current um, sort of environment. And the reason it's completely irrelevant is because that doesn't portray a vision and a purpose that adds value. You have to start with the bare bones of why is it important that that product exists? Because then you can start to tell a story. And that story will form part not only of what that product is, so that you can tease out whether or not a particular individual or a particular company wants to buy it, but you can actually then start to identify, well, how is that product different? What is that product going to offer that I can't get from anywhere else? And of course, your vision allows you to get this awareness as to, well, why are we different? And generally, and I see the sign over there that says at the heart of a business, is its people, it isn't actually about that product at all. Because you can change and make different products and still have a very, very sustainable business. And why? Because your people are very, very clear as to the vision of your business going forward. And it allows you then to play to your strengths because you can identify, well, which people do I need in my business then to deliver this vision? It's not just, let's get a team around me and make them all really busy and we'll make lots of noise and everyone will wanna buy from us. It simply doesn't work that way. So your vision starts to attract the right kind of people into your world. And so this will happen whether or not you're an individual thinking about, I need to get a vision for myself, or you're a business thinking, we need to actually be very clear what our purpose is. It starts to behave like a magnet. If you've come across the law of attraction, this is how it works, and it simply does work. You set the intention, you create your vision, and you're very clear and precise about where this thing is over that rolling horizon, and you will be amazed at the opportunities that will start to present themselves. So it gives focus. And right at the bottom there, just hidden away down at the bottom, again, backing up the research, is that it gives confidence of your future return on investment, that ROI story that everybody in business is looking for right now. So it starts to give you that confidence that, hey, I can see this future thing. I, can, I know where we're headed as a business and as an individual. So how and when should you start to be thinking about this? Well, as I started off by saying, you know, I wish I'd known 30 years ago about the importance of vision. It's taken me that long now to actually kind of figure this thing out. But if you're in a position where you're starting to change career, you're starting to forge your first steps in a career, it doesn't really matter kind of where you are in this journey, we're all on a journey. Now probably is the right time. And the importance of having a vision, both personally and in your business, is that it starts to really crystallise your highest level of purpose. The real reason why you're doing this. Why have you chosen marketing versus an IT career or a project management career or any other career that you could possibly do? <clears throat> it's probably because you've got a higher level of purpose. There's something that's drawing you into this thing. You kind of like the day-to-day -day ideas of doing marketing, but there's probably something more profound and fundamental that's drawn you into doing this. And this will start to then forge that thing where you can define what your vision is that view of the future, where I'd really like to be. 
The most successful people at creating visions and knowing very, very clearly where they're headed on their life or their business goal are the ones who kind of live that future self. So they kind of put themselves into that future position and say, hey, I'm already there. Because then what you can do is you can reverse engineer from that position and start to understand, well, what have I got to do today to make that thing a reality in the future? So you start to dress in a certain way, you start to behave in a certain way, you start to talk to people who you know in the future are going to be useful to you. So you're kind of living that future self. And as a business and as an organisation, you know, what are the kind of relationships, what are the sectors, what are the industries that you're going to have to start to kind of operate and behave in? Because then you're starting to behave and operate as that future self, that future um, business that you're desiring. And what this allows the rest of the world to do is to become more intimate with that journey. Because other businesses, other marketers are all on a similar kind of journey. And what, by setting a very clear and communicating it clearly, setting a very clear vision, that view, into the future of where you're headed, it allows the right people to start to come into your world. And I just love this phrase, building professional intimacy, because that is what it's all about. At a personal level, being professionally intimate with the right people who are going to help you on that journey. And as a business forging the right relationships with partners, with resellers, with suppliers, with distributors, with wholesalers, whoever it happens to be in your industry. It allows that professional intimacy to grow. So you're not just a business or a marketer who's trying to sell that product. Actually, you're a much bigger, much more holistic entity that really adds value to their world. So at a technical level, kind of how do you actually build this in? Well, Business planning, and we saw strategic marketing as being one of the research things that's really, really important. Strategic being the kind of the longer term view, rather than just the day to day noise that we make as marketers. Well, it starts right at the very, very beginning, before we set our smart KPIs, our key performance indicators or our objectives and goals. It starts before strategy that three to five year view of kind of where we're headed, our next steps. It starts way before tactics. Because if we don't do it this way, how can we understand that this particular tweet I'm just about to send out, or this particular little thing I'm going to do on Snapchat, or my LinkedIn profile, or whatever, how can we understand whether or not that's a relevant thing to do? <clears throat> Unless we understand our vision and actually the bigger picture of really where we want to go. Because if we do that at the start and become very, very clear about our vision and define it and make it you know, real, once we've set that, it sets the groundwork for everything else that we do beyond. And so the more tactical we go, down to the level, and I always say this, down to the level of an individual tweet, we know that that tweet is contributing to this bigger story in the future. Otherwise, we're just making noise like everybody else. So it becomes one of the building blocks that's so, so important at the heart of everything we do. It sets the ring fence around the boundaries around how we operate. It sets that tone of voice and that style, and it really does become part of your branding going forward. It starts to drive your content strategy. We saw content and curation and you know, content creation. It starts to drive that content strategy. If you don't have a vision as to where you're going, how can you create a strategy for your content? How do you know you're in the right places saying the right things? So the tone and style in which you operate as a marketer and as a business suddenly becomes very, very much clearer because you have this vision as to where you're going. 
It also allows you to make some really smart media choices. Most marketers think, and Claire was talking about this, that you just have to just you know, jump on the next sort of big catchphrase or the next sort of, um, um, you know, sort of social network or whatever it happens to be that you know the next platform that everybody's using you just have to kind of jump in and be in there of course you don't if it doesn't contribute the value to your customer and help you drive towards that vision position that you're looking for in the future if it doesn't you park it as a marketer you don't have to do everything and the best marketers the most effective marketers on the planet are the ones who are doing just a few things very very effectively and so your vision is going to help you filter out the noise and the stuff that you don't need to be doing. Yes, it's about specialism, but it's also about being really relevant. And it also, really interestingly, allows you to play around with this whole idea of rule of thirds. If you haven't come across the rule of thirds um, in social media, um, one third of what you point, uh, one third of what you publish rather, should be personal. That's getting to know you. One third of what you publish should be pointing. That's signposting to other people's content that is relevant to the person you're trying to communicate with. And one third of what you publish should be the promotional, marketing, salesy, the overt stuff. Think about that first third in the rule of thirds, that personal bit. If you've got a really clear vision, what you are doing is you're telling a consistent story that allows your audience, your potential customers, to really get to know you. Without that vision, you're just another voice in the crowd. You're just another company like everybody else. You're not that relevant. So the most relevant, current and informed brands who are really making great inroads in this whole kind of modern marketing piece are the ones who understand their vision because it sets the tone for how you communicate who and what you are. So that personal, so one third of what you should be communicating is driven almost solely by your vision. So if people tell you vision's not that important, it's all about the day-to-day, one-third of what you should be communicating, driven by vision, to help with that professional intimacy and to help people to get to know you, it is absolutely critical. And so how do you kind of sort of integrate and sort of bring this all together? We've got um, sort of in the agenda a little uh, kind of practical exercise to do a little bit later this afternoon Um, but what I want to sort of get you really starting to think in sort of preparation for that um, if you choose that vision is something you really want to have as part of your personal your professional journey um, is this little phrase at the top there macro patience micro speed if any of you follow Gary Vaynerchuk Gary V if you don't you should Um, one of the world's kind of leading marketers right now Um, He talks a lot about macro patience, micro speed. What does that mean? Well, it means that at the macro level, the biggest level you can possibly think about, you need to be patient. And that's really another way of saying it's all about vision, but don't rush it. I've taken 30 years to kind of figure out what the vision is for me as a marketer. It may happen this afternoon for you, if it hasn't already, it probably won't. It's going to take time. But it's all about thinking, what is my deepest, most profound reason for being? And once you get to that level of it, it starts to fall into place. But it's about patience. It's about figuring out what it should be and what it can be. But micro speed... That talks about actually the day-to-day needs to be fast. And again, Claire talked about, you know, being very, very, you know, receptive to market changes, market conditions, opportunities, all of those things that are coming through in a modern business environment. But think about vision as something you can allow yourself to take a little bit of time with. 
it's important to get it right. Also, though, if you think about it in terms of the culture, the culture of the people in your organisation that you're going to be, if you're looking for a role at the moment, that you're going to be looking for. Don't just go for a big brand. Just because a big brand is there offering you a role, think about culturally, does it kind of fit? Does it resonate with who I am as a person? Does it, is it, are they going to offer me the kinds of things I can offer them? And of course, if you've got a very clear vision as to who you are as a person, that, that kind of fit is going to feel a lot more natural. If you are a, an owner or a manager of a business, or you could be a director, you're going to be thinking about, so who do I need to be kind of attracting in to help me achieve this vision? Yeah, just because somebody is a really tech-savvy marketer doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the right fit. Um, I was very fortunate to be made redundant from a, a role um, that I had probably about a third of the way through my career, um, where I was told, actually, I didn't fit in the team. And at the time, it was like, Jesus, what? Seriously? You don't want me? No. They said, you're a good marketer, but you're just not right for this team. And they used the analogy of uh, football. And they said, you know, some players are really good players. They just don't fit in the team. They don't fit in that kind of setup. And I thought, you know, absolutely right. I don't fit here. It didn't feel right. It didn't resonate with who I was as a person. It was very cutthroat. It was very, very commercially profitable. But for me, it just didn't feel right. So if you think about the culture, if you think about the kind of person you are, and you think about the kinds of organisations and the kind of sectors that might resonate with you, you should be able to find that fit. And of course, if you have this vision, that longer term view, it's going to be a lot easier. Also, the community is not just about the business that you work in. It's about the people you surround yourself with. Who do you need around you? Either mentor, coach, colleagues, peers family, friends, whoever these people are, think about your community. Other people call this a network, but I think network you know, becomes kind of almost LinkedIn and whatever. No, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the community around you that you can say, do you know, they have similar values to me. Some people might actually have a similar vision to you and you know, you want to keep close to those people because they're going to be people who are going to be very helpful to you on your journey going forward. But if you don't know what your vision is, you're just going to surround yourself with noisy people and you're just going to be bumbling around sort of not really knowing where you're going. So it's so important to give this some time and thought. And what, of course, it also allows you to do is to measure everything that you do against your priorities. It allows you to priority, prioritise your time and your energy and the resources that you have. If you don't prioritise stuff, you become the busiest person on the planet and that's not really a great place to be. You know, we're all busy, we've all got little time to do all the things we want to do. But a vision allows you to filter out the stuff that's really not that necessary and focus on the stuff that really is. So it is very, very, very important. So this is just some initial ideas. These are just some real things that I'd like you to kind of sort of be thinking about. Um, you can see from the QR code up there that that will link through to that little website there, which is my website where I do a lot of thinking and blogging and stuff about this kind of subject because it really fascinates me. This whole thing about how can I you know, recreate kind of what I am as a marketer to make a difference? How can I add value that may be slightly different to how other people do it? Um, I'm here also today representing Cambridge Marketing College, um, who are one of the CIM um, study centres who provide courses and qualifications from um, foundation certificate level through to a postgraduate level. Um, so search marketingcollege.com if you need some help with vision, because vision is something that underpins all of those qualifications. It's all of those steps, whether you're starting out in marketing or whether you're the most seasoned marketer. We're still all on a journey. None of us know marketing 
inside out and can call ourselves experts. And anybody who does call themselves an expert in marketing is either deluded or they just don't get that they don't get it. So always know that we're all on a journey, but it's a great career to be in. It's a huge opportunity to really shape something. And to be perfectly truthful, that's really what vision is all about. That's it. Thank you.